I want to apologize in advance. Um, I know many of you guys prefer me to write. You want to have written pieces, and, and I would like to write more. Uh, but unfortunately, the this past month has been fraught with a lot of home repair projects, um, putting up a new website, learning all this new technology that comes with monetizing channels, Streamlabs, things like that. <clears throat> and there's just no time. There's no time. And writing takes a lot more than merely ranting and raving, though this won't be necessarily a rant, but uh, not a speech. Somewhere in between a speech and a rant. Because this does need to be addressed. Uh, but then also the issue itself is very taxing and tiring. Not because leftists are trying to take your money. That's always happening. There's always parasites in the world. Uh, but it's it's more the the defeatism where it's like the why bother when you look at how behind, dumb, and naive uh, the presumed protectors of freedom, free markets, capitalism, property rights, self-ownership, uh, the Republicans are. And, and then also just how far behind the media is. I, I, I'm talking left or right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then when you look into it, you just realize just what a bunch of sheep most everybody is. And I know, I know I wrote the book, Enjoy the Decline, but God damn, can I just wake up one day and have a bit of good, honest news that shows maybe society has its head out of its ass? Just maybe. But today is not that day. So I, I would have liked to write, but I can't. I can't. I just got to do this. And I, I got to save time, so this is going to be the first segment to the to the Clary podcast tomorrow. Although I will be posting this segment up on the YouTubes and other social medias as well. I could not find the original article, but there was some article talking about Democrats' views, not professional Democrats. The um, the I'm just for the little guy, rank and file sheep Democrats out there who have. No clue, no clue what, quote, their party is doing. And we all know very nice Democrats, you know, the nice single mom who just thinks it's for the children or the hardworking union guy who's like, you know, the Democrats are for the hardworking, blah, blah, blah. and you you guys are so far clueless removed as to what your party is standing for, who is getting elected, their backgrounds, uh, and just how they are using you guys. Uh, and these are vile, evil people. So they poll Democrats in this, uh, this uh, was it eyes and teeth? That's <laughs> so my buddy DT calls her eyes and teeth. This is the, the uh, uh, Oscaro Cortez, the gal who dethroned the establishment Democrat candidate out in New York or something like that. And she claimed to be from the Bronx. Turns out she's from a very upper-middle-income family. She's lived in some posh neighborhood out in the Burbs most of her life. It makes my point. Here she is. I'm for socialism. Oh, by the way, my parents are rich. It's amazing just how socialists all come from rich parents and they never had to work for a damn living in their lives. So the point of the article was how something like 56% of Democrats, like, agree with socialism. Like, when you ask them about policies, or I think the, the article even mentioned the Democrat Socialist Party. And I have been saying for a decade and a half 
maybe even 20 years, because I've been out of school for 20 years. I was a damn good student of economics. The Democrats have always been socialist. And I thought way back then, when I had no gray hair, it'd be a great strategy for the Republicans to start, you know, call a spade a spade. Point out the emperor has no clothes. Don't call them the Democrat Party. Call them the socialists, because that's what they were. And so what I have found is that it is necessary to have a good conversation about economics. You know, well, let's have a conversation. Let's have, they always want to have a conversation. Let's, okay, <clears throat> let's have a conversation about socialism. Let me, and, and it's going to be a rather one-directional conversation because you guys really need to understand what socialism is. You really need to understand. Because if you don't want to become like Venezuela, I'm not using that as a scare tag. I'm using it as truth. If you don't want to study history, well, then we're going to become like Venezuela. If you don't want to become like Venezuela, everybody, especially the Republicans, whose balls must have been lent out by the library and is way overdue to be returned. There's a billion dollars worth of late fees on the Republican walls. We have got to get an understanding of what socialism is and how close we are to it, so that you understand when I say the Democrats are socialists, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, they are. And this this nomenclature, this obfuscation, this, well, they're, they're not, they're not socialists, they're not, see, they're Democrats. Hell, I've, I think even some of the professional Democrats don't think they're socialists. So let's explain it. Socialism, communism, capitalism. Spectrum. Capitalism presumes that the people own the means of production. They have property rights. They keep the lion's share of their wealth. They own their property. Business owners own their business. The government does not own any of it. Communists, the other extreme, on paper, the government owns the means of production. The government owns property. Private property is abolished. Everybody works as hard as they can. The government takes everything, redistributes it, so we all have equal outcomes. Then socialists, socialism, has a double meaning depending on the context it is being used. When in economic circles, it could be synonymous with communism. But the more functional use of the word is kind of a hybrid. Well, we'll have some basic things guaranteed, like free education, free health care, free this, free that. And right off the bat, right off the bat, that sounds like the Democrat Party, doesn't it? Free health care. Going back to Clinton, even. A, a, quote, moderate Democrat. His wife wanted Hillary Clinton. A lot of you kids are too young to remember that. That is socialism. We want to be bailed out of our student loans, have free education. Socialism. Put it to a socialist. Fine, you can say it's right and it's good and it's nice to have free health care and free education and free, 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 but that is socialism. You are now thoroughly within socialist territory. Now, the trick, and where even the Democrats themselves might be fooled, but the Republicans, again, their balls have been lent out by the library decades ago. And even Obama himself said, and I believe he means it, Maxine Waters said, he says, look, we're not going for some kind of socialist economy where the government owns the means of production, where, where you know, you're not allowed to own private property. But let me point out something 
about the government's participation within the economy. So, well, the government doesn't participate in the economy. You're right, it doesn't. It doesn't. I know this is going to sound very accusatory, very negative, but I need you to understand I have no political motives behind it. I have, it's a descriptive purpose because this is what it functionally is. The government's role in the economy is identical to that of a mafia. The mafia doesn't actually participate in Floyd's barbershop cutting hair. The mafia comes in and with its protection money, parasites takes it away. I understand government has to tax. I understand that. Hear me out. Hear me out. But the government doesn't actually help Floyd the barber cut hair. The mafia doesn't help Amy the bakery, uh, baker, bake her pastries. It just comes in and gets a cut. Right? Now, the argument would be that the government then does something with the taxes, like it builds roads and schools, and it does, it does. The mafia doesn't. But I still want to point out that just as the mafia has no active participatory role in running a business, so too does the government not have an active participatory role in running the economy. I mean, now there's regulations and rules. It does get its fingers in there. If you're in California, it's very heavy-handed. It's very heavy-handed. But in general, you know, the government doesn't tell... Uh, <laughs> it does tell you whether or not you can make you can make a dildo cake in Colorado. They'll throw you in jail or sue you and make you lose your business otherwise. So maybe it is even more tyrannical than you think. But more function, the government doesn't come in and tell you how to run your business. Still, still, it is a shareholder in your operation. The mafia is a shareholder in your operation whether you like it or not, and the government is a shareholder in your operation, whether you like it or not. And what I'm going to argue or try to convey a concept to everybody, this is an apolitical show, Republicans and Democrats, parasites and producers, teachers, guidance counselors, professional activists, and then other people who work for a living, want you to understand this, is how much, what percentage of the production does the mafia or the government take? And if we can put that into a concrete single number, we can numerically identify between 0%, which is anarchy, and 100%, which is total communism, where along the spectrum we lie. And then we could say a political party, Democrat or not, that advocates more than what we're currently taking for having the government take would be socialism. And then we could argue a uh, political party that advocates less than we take would be more capitalist. But we don't know where we are along that line because exactly how do you measure how much the government takes? Well, let me, let me point out the way. Let me count the ways, shall we? Property. Property taxes right there. You, you really, in theory, don't own your property. I know you have the deed. I know you have that. But you know what? Here comes the mafia, and every six months, they want their property taxes. Again, I know. I know, ladies and gentlemen, it goes to the school. I know. But from a functional economic standpoint, you technically don't own your property. You are renting it from the county. 
uh, a sales transaction. You know, you go to the Best Buy. Is this a private sales transaction between you and Best Buy so you get that laptop or that iPhone? No, it isn't. It isn't. It's about, oh, 44% you, 44% Best Buy. And then guess what? Oh, the uh, state, federal, local, whatever, they want their sales tax. They got to get their cut. The government is a part owner of that that property that you just bought. It's part of the, it. It is a it is a shareholder. You your income. Are you entitled to one hundred percent of your labor? No. The government owns you, and again, this depends on where your where your income level is, and and, and uh, state and local governments also have income taxes in a lot of places. Uh, but the government at times can be a 30% owner of your time and your labor. And then my, my all-time favorite, you see, the, 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 the hardcore socialists and, and communists, they're always about owning the means of production. We want to own the means of production. It's like, until Trump came along, I'd have to look it up. But for the longest time, <clears throat> corporate tax rates, when you consider it state, federal, and local, very rarely is there a local uh, corporate income tax, it was 40%. 40%. Now, there's ways corporations can lower that. I mean, there's you know, studies that show the effective rate is more between you know, 32 on the high end and 17. It doesn't matter. Let's just say the stated rate, the statutory rate of corporate taxation, of government ownership of corporations, the means of production is 40%. Zuckerberg doesn't own Facebook 100%. Or Zuckerberg and the private shareholders of Facebook, you don't own that corporation 100%. Take Mark Zuckerberg, all of his shareholders. Take Warren Buffett, all of his shareholders. Take all the private shareholders, all of it. All of it. You guys only own 60%. Because the government is entitled to 40% of the profits before you shareholders, you actual owners of the shares get. So the government owns 40% of the shares just outright. And yeah, on on paper, up front, on the deed, on the shareholder certificate, there's no federal government listed as an owner. There's no registered federal government that's the owner of different stocks and bonds. But it effectively is 40% the owner because it's a title of 40% of the profits and that's the only reason you go into business. So I I know even in Barack Obama's mind, well, we don't we aren't shareholders. We're not taking we're advocating uh, a takeover, a socialist takeover of the means of protection. But you do. You are. You are already at forty percent, a little bit lower under Trump now with that new tax bill they passed. But and I understand you cannot not be an owner without having taxes. I got that. But since it is the profits, it's the interests. Uh, it's the production of the uh, means of production of the capital assets out there in the in the economy, and the government gets forty percent of the goodies. It it is a pretty large shareholder, if not almost guaranteed to you, the largest shareholder of practically any company out there. It's like Bill Gates. I think he still owns like what fifty point one percent of. I don't know. Maybe he divested. I don't know. And we could go, I mean, you know, do you really own your car? No. The government wants a 7% cut. 
do you i mean take any take any transaction you make estate tax you die if you got over a two million dollar estate the government comes in and takes 55 percent of the rest of it is that a private tra- did did your dad really own that property or did they uh, your dad have to like the government owns 50 percent of all estates out there and you see that the government owns a lot of the economy it really owns a lot because it's entitled to to such a huge percentage of the production of the economy well, gee, Aaron, how do we measure? Where are we along on this spectrum between zero and one hundred? You you sure seem adamant that 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 uh, the Democrats they are socialist, but we're America. We're a capitalist. No, we're not because you guys don't do the studying. You, honest to God, don't. Republicans or Democrats, none of you guys look up the federal budget. None of you study basic economics. You certainly don't study state and local levels of taxation. So I'm going to explain to you how do we figure this out. Where are we along on that spectrum? And I bet you, I bet you a lot of you good, well-intended Democrats are like, yeah, just for the little people. I want to bring back the steel mills. I want to bring back the coal mines. You guys are going to be shocked and appalled. And you can confirm this. You could go look it up yourself at any point in time. You don't have to believe me. I'm trying to be honest. Have a real conversation, unlike you... You left it. Oh, let's have a conversation. About what? How you can take more of my money? That's all it is. So I'm going to explain to you how we figure out where we're along this way. If I asked you to calculate what percent of the economy the government takes, you're going to run circles. You know, like, hey, how much of, the, how much of your check does the government take? You grab your check and say, there, it says it right there. See, uh, federal income tax, state income tax, fuda suda wuda huda FICA, uh, and I just divide, isn't it? No. What about your sales tax? You went and you bought that gas, there's gas tax. You went and you paid your property tax. Oh, did you like to hunt? You pay a fee, right? A fee, you go to the National Park, there's a fee. Well, that's not a tax. Right, it's another three-letter word that also means tax. Any transfer of money from private individuals to the government is a tax. I don't care what they call it. When you got to give the government your money, that's a tax. Obamacare, no, I'll notice how your premiums went up there a little bit. Those are premiums, Aaron. Those are, it's tax. Taxity, tax, 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 tax. So how do you, how do you add this all up? Well, it's almost impossible. You'd have to go and individually calculate. You have to go and figure out every tax out there, every fee, you could do it for yourself maybe, but what about the next guy? What about the guy after that? How do we average it? Much easier, top-down way to do this. It's called government spending as a percent of GDP. See, no matter where the money comes from, it all goes to the same mafia. It all goes to the same account. It goes to the government. Now, there are different levels of government, state, federal, local. I understand that. But there are other economists out there who have calculated total government receipts, like they added up for state, federal, and local, and they divide it by the total economic production of the economy, GDP. Very simple, top-down way of doing it. It may not be your specific tax rate, but it is the average, the total, the total average tax rate in any given country. 
Now, when you look up this data, I haven't looked up it up recently. I can <clears throat> look it up later. I just don't care. I'm going to go by memory because I'm that good. You got countries like Sweden where it's 60%. But Aaron, they have... I know, I know. They have free everything and unicorns and gnomes come out and they fart rainbows. Fine. But it's 60%. 60% of your time is working for the government. State, federal, or local. And I know in ex- the mafia doesn't give you anything in exchange. I understand that. I got that. The government does give you stuff in exchange. Education, healthcare, roads, defense. I got that. My, my singular point I'm trying to make is, is 60% socialist. And you guys would agree and concur. You say, well, yeah, I guess that that's a lot. That's a lot. And, and right now, deep down, you say, boy, that's, that's the majority of my life working for the government. Like, yeah, it is. It is. But I get free things and free other stuff. Ah, you, you know what? Maybe you should look and see where the majority of that 60% goes. Because I guarantee it, it doesn't come back to you in the form of guns, or guns, roads, defense, education, and health care. Guarantee it doesn't. But I'm going to let you figure that out for yourself. That's another discussion to have. <clears throat> in uh, communist Russia, it was 100%. And that worked out great. Venezuela, 100%. That worked out great. Actually, you know what? Let me pull it up here. I'll just pull it up now to make sure I'm accurate. So there's no because I know how I know how people on the left like to get avoid get tangled up in technicalities and details. Right, if you look it up, <clears throat> I use the OECD, but there's other sources out there. You look it up, and U.S. government spending is at about thirty six percent GDP. Savvy economists. Savvy people, savvy politicos and political pundits would say, well, that's spending. We spend more than we tax. We only tax, we only take in 30% or 28%. And that's cute and fine. I understand that the government may only take 30% of total economic production. It may only be 30% owner of everybody's life production. But when you spend more than you make, which the United States has done, particularly under Obama, to the point where we're up to 43% spending GDP, how do you pay back that deficit? How do you pay back that debt? See, all you did was kick the payment down to future generations. You still have to pay it back with tax money. Or as we're doing more recently, we're just printing off more money, which is a tax on other people. The larger point is, don't give me this argument, the government only collected 30% of GDP, when it's, and, and so therefore it doesn't matter that it's spending 38 or 42% GDP. It still has to be paid back. People still have, if anything, all that advocates, all that saying is, we're going to steal from future generations so we don't have to pay as much taxes today. That's what the national debt is. And so I argue, and I'm right, if you're intellectually honest... You know this has to be paid back with taxes. We're just manipulating the figures and doing some uh, uh, time travel magic with the taxes. The government, ever so roughly, it's lower under Trump, higher under Obama, is around 40% GDP. Now I ask you, good Democrats, not professional Democrats who constantly need to consume more and more and more of, of society's production. Republicans, Democrats, 
especially professional Republicans whose balls have been lent out by the library, who sit in Congress and our state legislatures. Any political party that advocates more taxation and more government spending beyond 40% GDP is that socialist in your mind? Is it? I know we can argue somewhere along the spectrum of the color of the rainbow. When is blue turning to green? It is an area where, uh, and, the, and 40% for a lot of you may be in that area. For me, when the government takes four out of every 10 of my dollars to go spend on whatever it is, only 30% of which, not, not 75%, the 30% of the 40%, I'm saying the 30% of the 40%, <coughs> the 12% actually gets returned back to me if you were to look at budgets. I'm saying we're thoroughly in red territory. This is a socialist economy. Maybe not that the government has the actual deeds of production, like the U.S. government is the owner of General Motors. Oh, wait. But in terms of what it takes out of the economy, the, the, the effective statistical share ownership that it has of everyone's wealth and production, the government is there four out of ten hours of your workday taking all your work money away. Again, what it does with that is another debate we can have. My question is, is 40% government spending, percent GDP, a socialist economy? And I say it is. Now, the Democrats, the professional ones, aside from a Bernie Sanders or this uh, teeth and eyes uh, Latina that uh, lives a pompous, rich lifestyle but claims to be brought up in the Bronx and be down with the cause. At least those people are honest. They admit they're socialists. And I, I will tip my hat. This is why Bernie Sanders, <clears throat> between Hillary and Bernie, I'd rather take Bernie because he was intellectually honest. But my question uh, to the Republicans is, will you finally grow a pair and do what I recommended back when I was in my early 20s? and start calling a spade a spade and call the Democrats a socialist? It's not pejorative. You're not insulting them. You're not name-calling. It's descriptive. It's what they are. And for you Democrats out there who are like, I'm not for socialism. I'm Maxine Waters herself. I don't credit her with the intelligence of knowing this. I don't. I don't credit Barack Obama with the intelligence of knowing this. Most Democrats out there, <laughs> now they're not, they don't care. One way or the other, they're always going to advocate more money. That's how they make their money, and they don't have to work a real job in a factory like you blue-collar Democrats do. But can the people on the right actually grow up here and start pointing out and start calling the Democrat Party the Socialist Party? Because that is what they functionally and effectively are. Labor Party, maybe, but boy, you look at who they're fielding. They got this Democrat running in the local elections here, Dean Phillips. He's a one percenter, and he's for the little. Do the Democrats have any blue-collar politicians anymore? I'm just wondering, do you actually have any workers in the Workers' Party? (laughs) (laughs) I'll stop being political. I'll stop being mean. But... 
on a more important level of having a national conversation, and this is probably the first real one anyone's heard in a long time, where do you want to go, guys? How big should the government be? What percent of the economy should the government take? What percent of your life should be owned by the government? What? Which percent? Back in the day, back in the day in 1900, you look at the statistics, the federal government took 3%, 3 freaking percent. I mean, it was truly America. You, you, you fail, there was, no, there was no social net. You know, there was your family and there was, you know, maybe charities or a church or something like that. But you, you got to keep 97% of your money and it might have been some state and local stuff. But nowhere near to the point they took four out of every $10. And then of that money, 70% of which went to other people. It didn't go to roads and defense and schools. Again, you can look up the budget anytime. Where do you want to go as a country, America? Where do you want to go? Because you can naively and even well-intentionally argue, we got to bail out student loans. Well, there's another. God almighty. $1.5 trillion? Do you, do you want to bail? Do you want to bail out the banks? <clears throat> banks was bad enough. Trillion there for a bunch of douchebags that deserve to die and rot on the vine. Still another one point five trillion. Okay, just to keep adding up that bill. Now you're looking at well, what's one point five out of a fifteen trillion? You're talking another seven eight percent GDP. So now your tax rate. Now you're pushing. Now you're pushing half. Half the gov. You're the government's bitch. For half of your life. I know this sweet, nice, wonderful woman down in Tejas. And she busts her ass off, man, uh, as a mortgage broker. And oh, does she love the Democrat Party because it's for the little people. And I always love sending her statistics. I'm like, hey, you want that? Yeah, well, half your money. Hey, is it past noon yet? Yeah, good. You're finally working for yourself now. Hey, shut up, Clary. Seriously, and this isn't this isn't me making it up. This isn't an opinion. This isn't some ideologue trying to advance an agenda. This is accounting. This is boring accounting and simple statistics. But these this little tidbit of boring accounting and simple statistics brings up a pretty important point, guys. How much more do we want the government to get involved in this economy? And by economy, keep in mind, that means your personal life. There's no easy way around. Well, I just feel we should have... There's a lot of nice feelings going on on the left. A lot of nice feelings going on on, on college campus. There's a lot of nice feelings. Uh, but if you haven't figured it out now, uh, life is not nice. There's no shoulda. There's no shoulda land. We live in the real world. Where math and statistics and reality have not a, a bearing has a 100% deterministic effect and bearing on your lives. All I ask, all I ask is the Republicans. Somebody return the Republicans' balls to the library. They they desperately need it. Trump, despite what you might think of it, I think he's got some. I think he's he's still got his. The library never lent out his. Somebody out there return the Republicans' balls to them. Return them to the library. Okay? Uh, but for those of you on the left who consider yourselves Democrats, you, you, please think long and hard. 
Go look at your state, federal, and local budget and see where this money is going. Ask yourself, do you want to be a 40% uh, slave to the government? And then ask yourself this very important question. Whatever the negative connotations the word socialism has to it, realize that's what you are right now and you're probably likely advocating more of it. And for those of you who are Democrat politicians, who are equally naive, I think, you'd be amazed how you think politicians are aware of government finance. No, no, they have no clue. They're, they're completely clueless. They don't look, they don't understand statistics at all. They're just like you and me. Just because they're a congressman or a senator, that, that don't mean jack. For those of you out there who are in charge of these budgets, who are in charge of leading the country, will you please take a look at it? Especially Maxine Waters. If she's not for socialism, well, why do you keep voting for more taxes, lady? Why, why do you keep voting for the government to be a bigger and bigger and larger and larger shareholder in the U.S. economy? Because if you want free everything, fine. It's going to cost you everything. If you want free some things, okay, I understand that. Roads, even a little bit of education. Healthcare, not my issue. Not my issue. Right? That, that, that's going to be this level of taxation. But where we are right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are a socialist country. The Democrats are the socialist party, and they want more socialism. I'm hoping that's because of ignorance and naivete on people's misunderstanding on economics. But I fear that especially in the professional left, the professional Democrats, they don't care. They just want more money. They just want to avoid working real jobs like you union Democrats do. And they will sell the country down the road to financial ruin, jacking up debts, pushing it down on in the future. Although Republicans do have a track record of that too. I'll point that out. And that's why I'm trying to warn everybody against Republicans and little Democrats, the, the, the uh, normal people Democrats, not the professional ones. All right, that's it. You guys can tune into the Clary Podcast. You can find that on. This This will be the first segment of the next episode. If you also like that, you guys want to check out some of my books. You can uh, probably batch the pad economics, worthless, enjoy the decline. Um, then what else? You know, you can just go to my website, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Check out all my links there. Oh, and there's links down below. Probably put some links down below in the description box. The Clary Podcast is brought to you in part by, who is it brought to you in part by? <clears throat> Not wholly, just in part. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where's the rest of them? Where'd they all go? Ah, Bozeman's. Bozeman's.com. We have Bozeman's shoes. If you want to buy some shoes, go to Bozeman's.com. Spelled the way it sounds. InvisibleHandFashion.com. Check out those guys. If you want to get yourselves a little bit of merch, uh, be it shirts, mugs, things like that, that slam on leftists and liberals. Orion's Cold Fire, check that out if you want to see some pretty pictures. There's some conservative writing and all that, but I think we've had enough of conservative writing. It's it's out there, you know it. You guys are probably old enough to know it. It's like, yeah, no, I, I know, I know, I know. Yep, the parasites are all coming to get us. We could boil down all of politics so there's a parasitic class that's going to use whatever excuses and cowardice to say they're entitled to the labor of other people. And let's move on with that because we're in a democracy and the parasitic class is larger than a productive class. Hail Satan. 
So go to check out the pictures at orionscoldfire.com. We have my Amazon affiliate program, Free Asshole Consulting Week. Boy, that, that, that went great, or Free Asshole Consulting Day. 50, 50 videos, almost 47. 50 videos. Actually, I think 49 because I did two thereafter and like one or two emails. So 50 responses. Oh, yeah, I promise to use I promise to use Okay, good. For the rest of your life, you're going to use my Amazon affiliate link. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked at the stats, and the 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 day after, clicks went down, purchase went like to practically nothing. And I understand, I understand. It's like, why aren't not everyone has a reason to buy on that day? I like, yeah, but that might have been an uptick a little bit. Next day, nothing. Absolutely nothing. We won't truly know whether as free asshole consulting day uh, was successful or not for at least a couple months. But the initial signs are kind of like you assholes. <laughs> just, just oh, go by. Oh, okay. All right, well, huh? you, and you all wonder why, why, Iron? Why are you a pessimist? Why are you a cynic? Why don't you trust people? Like, well, we'll find out. We'll find out, won't we? Well, yeah, I know, I know. Jury is still way out there. The jury is still way out. It's going to take at least a month or two. But once I get two months of data, I, I'll look. I'm going to say, okay, this is two months of data with, you know, post. It's like uh, BC, AD. This is post the birth of Christ or death, birth, 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 birth. This is, uh, this is two months Post free asshole consult consult uh, consulting day P F A C D. We'll just say P A post asshole. Now what happened? Oh look, sales are the same they were. All right, we ain't doing that again. <sighs> so, but anyway, if you want to just be kind, and you want to help out the old captain without it costing you a cent. Do all your Amazon shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. You just go to CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com, click on the Amazon banner, do your shopping. Don't don't use your phone. It's not on your phone. Is it just so convenient to buy it on your phone? On my phone. Fuck your phone. Do it old school. And by old school, I mean like 2011. And go on the freaking computer. And buy your stack. Based on the phone, I just clicked the little appy poo. I clicked the appy poo and I spent my money on stuff. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to get. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sorry. That's all right. By the way, academiccomposition.com. You guys know Alex. You guys know the routine. If you want someone to write your papers for you that have nothing to do with your degree, because it's a big fucking scam. Uh, then just go to academiccomposition.com and be smart. Outsource your worthless tasks to people who do it for, for money. And then he's always hiring. He's always hiring marketers and writers. Go to academiccomposition.com. Contact Alex. Tell him Cappy sent you. And uh, let's all participate in the free market. If you would like to help out Cappy... And have it cost you something and get nothing in return. If you'd like to do that instead of 
do something more efficient like buy all your stuff through Amazon, you can always donate money through my Patreon account at patreon.com slash Aaron Clary, C-L-A-R-E-Y. Some people have. Some people have, and thank you very much. Um, I got beer money. Beer money and change. Uh, what else? XYZ.net.au. Australia's Red Pill. Flagship Red Pill. Flagship Red Pill site for Australia. We got my books. You guys all know them. I'm not going to go through them. We got Adam Pickett's books, Run Guts, Pull Cones, Pushing Rubber Downhill. And then there's uh, MinnesotaGoldBuyers.com. You don't have to be in Minnesota to uh, buy the gold. You can just call them at 763-657-7843. That is 763-657-7843. Contact Mike. Let him know that the captain sent you. And cool, that's it for the sponsors. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. <clears throat> Sorry. Here, I want to read this. Uh, this is from alaskachaga.us, most recent sponsor. Did provide us a script here to read. Was everyone reading this uses caffeine or another stimulant in order to get them through the day, from coffee to tea to energy drinks? Stimulants are an essential part of modern-day living. However, many traditional caffeinated drinks are actually quite bad for you due to sugar and other additives that make you fat and impact your health in other ways. If you're looking to get off coffee and sugar, there's an alternative that is healthier and less expensive, Alaska Chaga Tea. Made from chaga mushrooms harvested in Alaska, Chaga Tea from Alaska Chaga is superior to coffee or other similar drinks as it contains vital nutrients to aid the heart, liver, and immune system health. As such, I highly recommend it for anyone who is looking for a healthy, sustainable pick-me-up in the morning. Alaska Chaga is a family-run small business located in interior Alaska. Support your fellow pro-Trump heritage American and pound a nail into the coffin of degenerate corporate America by ordering your Chaga tea today. That's uh, Chaga, alaskachaga.us. Spelled the way it sounds. Let's get some fan mail here. Uh, hey, Captain, I just want to say thank you for encouraging me to finish my degree from community college. I recently got two associate's degree. One in mathematics and the other in physics. Now I'm off to UC Davis to get a degree in physics with an em emphasis in astrophysics. I currently have an internship studying whatever that is at the atmospheric lab. The pay was 2400 I really enjoy research work. This experience has shown me that I want to do research. Do you see anything wrong with having a job that wouldn't exist without the help of government? Uh, yeah, I actually kind of do. I kind of... I want to look at the stars and the pretty pictures and throw things in. Yeah, okay, that's nice. I'm kind of 50-50 on NASA and the likes of that. Um, if your research leads to something good, sure. <sighs> Sorry, it's been a bad day. It's been a bad day. Found out that there's a water main break and it's my responsibility. So now I'm looking at like a $10,000 fix-up. And it doesn't fucking end. It does not fucking end. Water in the basement, drying out the carpets, got to put in new stuff, got to put in that. The bee infestation, the... And it, to, aha, the scorpion's kind of fun, but it, it, this month fucking sucks. I mean, if you really want to help out, you really want to help out, make a donation, you know? Also, wow, it's $10,000, who knew? It's just... It, it's proof, there's... People say, Aaron, where are you? Agnostic, atheist, da, da, da. No, I'm convinced after this month, God exists and he's a dick.
because this is beyond statistics. It's I thought I caught up yesterday. Thought I caught up yesterday. Wake up this fucking morning and also I hear this water running. I'm like what the fuck? Why is there water running? Why? And I'm looking. I'm like there ain't no water coming out of anybody's faucets. Oh, there's a water main break and it's your responsibility because the city only takes care of it up to here. It's like just fuck you. Your Cap, I'd like to thank you for the very practical and essential wisdom that you've included in your books. <clears throat> I'm a 21-year-old male that was tortured by the stupidity and pointlessness of the modern-day college students and teachers after getting fed up with the liberal virus and seeking little point and seeing little point in majoring in criminal justice. I dropped out of college. Good, good. You dodged a bullet there. Luckily, I started at a local community college and only attended for two semesters before dropping out. I always knew student loans were a trap, so I paid for both semesters in cash. There you go. After dropping out, my family and peers questioned and ridiculed me for my decision. Of course they did, because they don't think beyond everyone goes to college. Any degree is a good degree. I can't believe that basic bitch level of wisdom, wisdom, is still being promoted and propagated. I, I just... Aaron, why do you go back to drinking all the time? Because of this fucking shit. Not not the letter. I appreciate this man's letter. But like when there's no fucking progress and just shit keeps breaking all the fucking time and humanity doesn't get its head out of its ass, it's like, God almighty, why the fuck get up in the morning? I watch the emails. are coming. You ain't sounding down. Are you all right? No, I'm not happy. I'm pissed. Guy, it's just a daily fucking sludge uphill in snow. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if there wasn't a bunch of fucking chattel around. <laughs> what are you doing that for? I, I want to sit here and play with my feces because my professor said playing with my feces is the point and purpose to life. I mean, this this letter makes me happy, gives me hope. I just, I just, your goddamn, your goddamn own family. I mean, God Almighty. You could talk about liberals and leftists, but you can't overcome the stupidity and the misinformation of your own family because they're so close to you. They're the exact environment that you're authority for 18 years of your life. And when most parents are fucking morons, good God Almighty, no wonder the next generation comes out stupider than the previous. That's not a word. Shut up. Family peers questioned ridiculed me for my decision. I discovered your books, Enjoy the Client, Poor Richard's Retirement, and Reconnaissance Man, and have benefited greatly from your advice. I've taken the red pill, realizing that we are definitely screwed sideways, but we don't have to feed the parasitic left for idiotic thinking. You're downright good for you. So just as you recommended in your books, I adopted a minimalist lifestyle, living happily with part-time income, yet still doing the things I enjoy, such as shooting, playing video games with my friends, and hiking in the canyons of the mountains in northern Arizona. Outstanding. Outstanding. Beautiful state. I'm debt-free and have decided to join the military, plan on pursuing a 20-year career while taking advantage of the educational benefits of learning a trade that I can perform after the military or in case I don't end up serving 20 years. I'm about to start my reconnaissance within the next month, and I'm looking forward to seeing new places and learning more about myself. Boy, you're right in the heart of it if you're in northern Arizona. You just... What the hell is in my goddamn mouth? What is this? 
I didn't even eat anything. What is this? Jesus Christ, what a fucking day. Um, yeah, you just hop right into Utah there in southern Utah. Kanab, uh, Page, Arizona. Vegas is only that way. Phoenix, I mean, yeah, you got Salt Canyon. You're ready to go. Thanks for the work you put into your books, the excellent truth you post on your blog, and for helping me not totally screw myself in the future. I am enjoying the declines. Decline regards Brighton. P.S. I've sent some funds your way. I'll also attach a photo of me enjoying the decline. Yeah, he's, got, he's a good-looking young man. He's got a, a rifle. And he's got a book enjoy the decline. I don't want. I don't want to mention his last name or anything like that because we want him to have a career and a future and a hope. So if you could post that on your blog just to show a youngster benefiting from your advice, I greatly appreciate. Well, do you want me to, Brighton? I honestly, I, I, I let's let's not. I mean, if you're really sure about it, but I just say let's not. I'd like to. Um, but I mean, the fucking Nazis are coming, man. They're fucking coming. They they do not want you to have the freedom. They went for Brendan Ike. They go for this. They go for that. <clears throat> what else? Uh, I've got some other email here. Uh, this email comes from Amy. Let's call her Amy. Her name is not Amy, but I do want to protect her because uh, she works in a field uh, that is leftist. Um, she was a former leftist herself, and uh, there's no reason to ruin anyone's career. <clears throat> That just just angers the hell out of me how because of somebody's political opinion you think it's your right to go and ruin their career. I just I mean there's there's a line, man. There's a line. That's like pedophilia as far as I'm concerned. I'm like, hey, okay, you can have the craziest freaking fetish. You got a foot fetish, fine. You got a titty fetish, fine. You like uh the girls who just turned eighteen. Alright, cool. You know, another um but but then there's a line like, hey, you like eight year old kids? Yeah, something's wrong. And you assholes who don't think people should have the freedom of speech. Well, there's no government law against us, but we're going to use the machinations of society and the brainwashed, goose-stepping assholes in the HR and legal departments of corporations and employers everywhere. If employers really want, you, you employers really want to do corporate social responsibility, how about you protect people's freedom of speech? You say we're a freedom of speech employer. We will not fire. We, your political activities outside of work do not concern us. They're none of our business. As long as you're not doing any at work, none of our business. You want to be a goose-stepping Nazi? Oh, fine, okay, not our business. As long as you show up on time, you don't bring it in. You want to be a communist and advocate killing white people and males? Fine, we don't care, none of our business. But just, it isn't. It isn't our business. You want to be a Republican who's like uh, against gay marriage? None of our business. Unless you're Mozilla, well, in which case we're going to fire you. <clears throat> and right up, you know, I say that, that that's right up there with being a pedophile. Right up there with being a pedophile and a murderer. All right. Uh, so Amy, uh, the, Amy sent me an email. We have a little bit of an email exchange in regards to um, a video I did uh, titled Why Women Value Careers, Careerism in Politics Over Love and Life. And uh, it struck a chord with her, so I just want to raise it. 
I subscribe to your channel because I really enjoy your point of view. It's been about 10 years since I left liberalism and feminism, etc., and was living in a very leftist town. So kudos to me, right? My female friends and I guess guess peer review peer group? My female friends and I guess, oh, I guess peer group have been the best, worst influence on being liberal and being ugly and not having what we want as feminine women. Women are very competitive with each other and they know what they are doing. So it is conscious. This, so women are, liberal women, are the quintessential crabs in the bucket. One of your female friends might be getting better looking, hitting the gym, might be getting a guy, might be happily married. You guys got to bring her down. Got to bring her back into the feminist leftist Borg fold. It's just, it, see, this is one of those things about evil people is deep down inside, I believe they know the, exactly what they're doing. Like, you, you say, oh, I'm, I'm oppressed. Choose whatever minority poison you want of whatever minority variety or oppressed group. No, you're not. Deep down inside, you know you're just saying that so you could get free handouts or an easier, lowered standard for society. That's it. Don't, don't even start with that. Um, and then she says it right here. Women are very competitive with each other and they know what they are doing. So it's conscious. So what's that like living? You all know you're going down into Cthulhu's Mall and you keep on going? Just because you don't... Well, let's all get on the cattle car? Why? Because if you don't, we're going to be really pissed off at you and say bad things about your back, Shira. Amy, get in the cattle car! Bitch! You don't want to go marry that man and have kids with him? You got to get your master's degree. Instead of focusing on my beauty and being married, I was encouraged to continue being myself. Sisterhood is a disaster. I like your reasons and as set forth in your video, but some of it is just playing women plain. Ladies and gentlemen, here's, here's what I know. It says just playing women. If you guys are going to dictate your emails to your phone, please don't, don't send it to me. Don't. Take the fucking time to type it out. I get asshole consulting re uh, requests. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Type it out. I love it. Oh, dude, there's some typos in here because I typed it on my phone. I like the reason it's set forth in your video, but some of it is just plain women being insecure and self-loathing or whatever. I've never had a female friend who's ever plain herself for a relationship blamed herself see it comes in here i've never had a female friend who's ever playing herself mean blamed herself you see how this makes us very jarring fucking damn it i'm pissed every fucking little fuck up i got real major problems and issues and then this minor petty little mosquito that flies and bothers you at 3 a.m at night where you're trying to see that's what this shit is, guys. Let us all up our fucking game. <laughs> you know, not everyone could be like you. Yeah, you know what? If everybody was like me, everybody would be making at minimum half a million dollars. That would be the income per capita of the United States is half a million dollars. 
Because I have my shit together. Things wouldn't break. Well, they would break because of physics. But nowhere near the amount. And we'd type out our fucking emails. Never had a female friend who's ever plain blamed herself for a relationship gone wrong. Why would she? Why would they? It's always been the man's fault. I started doing leadership training for women because I thought they were not bringing value to the workplace. What is leadership training? My coworkers like me about as much as liberals like Trump because I'm independent and conservative and have all the liberal credentials. Ha ha ha! Yeah, they can't point to your resume no more. Anyway, I could go on and on if you ever want my perspective or just know that I'm Gen X and I agree with you and I do try to help young women focus on their beauty and marriage, but overall... Just bringing value to us, but see that this is this gets to the nub of the question: Are women capable of that? I mean, I know they are capable of it, but are they? Is this just women's nature, biological, genetic programming? I mean, after a while, after a while, you bang your head against the wall enough, uh, you, you're the fool for keep banging your head against the wall. Uh, I. Much as I might have my disagreements with him, Bernard Chapin, I think, uh, displays that wisdom beautifully. Where it's like banging your head against the wall, banging your head against the wall. And like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm out. <laughs> He's gone legitimately MGTOW. Uh, and here, here's the same thing. And, and, and I would like to just say, yeah, I'm out. But you gals keep wanting to come in and be men. You want to take over the institutions of men? You want to lead? You want to have a say in the society? Uh, but then you you just fall short miserably. You don't take ownership. You don't take responsibility. You always shuck the blame on someone else. You constantly blame men and the patriarchy and sexism. I love the, the irony, the laughable hypocrisy where... Women are equal to men, okay? But we need your help and mentor us. Well, then you're not equal, are you? If you need us to give you a handicap, you're not equal. There's no different than golf. Men tee off here, women tee off there. Don't tell us you're equal in terms of strength and power in golfing. Certainly very many accomplished women golfers not saying that. There's a reason there's the men's Olympics and the women's Olympics. But now when it comes to reality, okay, you want to come in, but you want all these handicaps, and you don't want to perform at this level. And you don't want to take ownership and responsibility. I think that's my main rub. And here's a, a, a gal who's legitimately honest, like, hey, you got to bring value to the table. It isn't just cheering on, yay, vagina, and empowerment, and, 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 and bumper stickers, and platitudes. It's actually, yeah, get down and, and get some bloody knuckles going here. Oh no, I can't. And for the longest time, for the longest time, like, no, because I, I knew smart women. I, I know smart women now. And I guess maybe I know the 5 or 10% of women that actually are on the up and up. You know, they walk the walk, they talk the talk. But apparently, the rest of it, it's just, they think it's a game. They think life and work and, and, and industry and government and education is just a game. You show up, I have vagina, worship me, and I should be equal to everyone. It's like, uh, no, there's this whole work thing guys have been doing this entire time. And also living in reality. 
I agree with you and do try to help women on focus on beauty and marriage, but overall just bring value to others. Not virtue signal, but actual value. Yeah, I, I don't, I think it's just a game. I think it's, they want to make believe play adult, or not adult, but man. They want to make believe play man. They don't actually want to be a man. They just want to make believe play man. And getting back to the point of, not banging my head against the wall anymore. If women want to go into the world that they are simply not uh, biologically evolutionized to do, or they plainly don't have the determination or the honor, or what's the word? Uh, the intention. They have no intention deep down inside. They have no intention of actually performing at that level. And all they want to do is virtue signal and, and say platitudes and nice things. Well, I'm not going to bang my head against the wall anymore. I'm just not. Especially if you, if you dare criticize it, which I'm doing now. You're, oh, sexist, racist, bigot, homophobic. I guess not racist, but homophobic. You're just sexist. But I'm not, I, I don't, it, I got I to gotta let go. Even though it, it has a detrimental effect on society and life, has a detrimental effect on them. Because they are placing their career and, and their, their religion that they've been conditioned to have over their actual happiness in life and what they biologically were predispositioned to do. Not saying you have to, ladies. Uh, but I, I, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's trying to watch a, a fish out of water is what it is. That's really what it is. And, and the fish ain't doing too well. You will die. You will die. You will waste your life. Uh, I grew up in Detroit, lived in another place for 15 years. Now you're in a uh, much more conservative place, and you love it. Thanks for listening. Awesome. So I, uh, I asked her a question. I said, I don't understand the exact verb meaning. Do you mean women are playing against each other? Yeah, see, because you didn't, you didn't type it out. You, you, you dictated it to your phone. And how deep slash what percentage of women's jealousy and insecurity is driving this towards careers and politics? Uh, thanks for getting back with me. I reread my email. I meant playing, not playing. I was using the little microphone. There you go. There you go. I think you were generous and accurate in the reasons why girls are identifying with politics, but some stuff is just the mean girl crap. Feminism and politics make women miserable and ugly. The things you mentioned... Set the stage, but individual female motivation is 60% competition for attention of men like you and commitment for men like you. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Every once in a while, you know, yeah, you do a flyby like, I wonder what my market value is. And my, my market value is tanked. My market value is tanked. Or maybe I just, I just like, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Fine. I'm like, ooh, that's cold. I'm going to go have my coffee over here. Uh, for instance, it was a Bernie Sanders-loving, patriarch-hating 32-year-old who fucked my conservative boyfriend two days after... Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. So Tina's best friend, Amy's girlfriend, boyfriend's cousin, uh, John, he went up to Jessica's female friend who goes to a different school district. Okay. For instance... It was Bernie, a Bernie Sanders loving, patriarch hating, 32 year old who fucked my conservative boyfriend two days after we broke up. Okay, so there's no rah rah sisterhood, is what you're saying. 
Typical female shit. All right, so her feminism and her politics didn't align her. Oh, she said that she was with the women down with down with the cause and you go, girl. But then she, oh, she slept with the enemy too. She slept with a conservative guy. Oh, typical female shit. She had been after him for months. Why is she after a conservative guy? Oh, you answer it right here. She wanted what we had. God, that's got to be so conflicting. It's got to be so conflicting. It's all this rah-rah feminism and Bernie Sanders and down with patriarchy, but then you yearn for a conservative boyfriend. <laughs> oh. I, I got to ask. Maybe I'll, I'll email you again. I, I want to know what percentage of women cry themselves to sleep. I, I got to know this. <clears throat> no one tells... Girls, at cultivating relationships, your unique femininity is more valuable than workplace successes, but it's like they can't go back either. It resonates for me because I have to admit I did not use my youth and beauty to marry some of the great guys I grew up with in Detroit. Instead, I became a a typical leftist profession. I'm not going to mention what. I say to people, just because girls do good in school doesn't mean that we belong in said industry. Not going to... I'm not against you girls going into... I'm not. I'm not. I, I just... Wonder if you aren't designed for uh, uh, an ulterior motive or purpose. I, and here's another reason I want you women to work. If you want to vote, well, you motherfuckers better pay some fucking taxes and you better work. Even if it is a make work, nonprofit, government make work job. I want you out of that house. I want you commuting. I want you sitting there and I want eight hours a day of your life sucked away by an employer. And then you get your little paycheck and you get 40% whacked out of it. And then, okay, ladies, you've make-believe play that you are a participant in the working world. Now, you could go vote for more socialism to have more of that money taken out of your paycheck, to have other women raise your children. Now you can vote. Now you can vote. And I, I insist. I insist women work. But I also, there's a libertarian freedom aspect to me. It's like, nah, you want to go work? Work. This is your life. We don't want you to. But then the evil part of me is like, oh, you want to vote? Well, you better fucking pay some taxes, lady. What brought you to my conservative town? Definitely know when you're back out of Syria. Ba-da-ba. Happy to do that. I mean, more women need to be told the truth, but by other women, I think you said you should have some talks directed at women. Ah, uh, I don't think women would even. I I don't think it's. I don't think women are capable of change. I, it's it's. There's so much money and investment in infrastructure. That went into brainwashing you girls. Um, I don't think you're capable of getting out of it. And when you have this reinforced by standard female psychology, the crabs in the bucket, you better not leave team woman, <clears throat> rah-rah sisterhood. I, that, is, that is eight feet of solid concrete and steel that it has to be drilled through to get you girls to wake up. And Lord Almighty, men have been trying unconsciously just to like make you fall in love with them and and have sex and enjoy life a little bit. Uh, but there's what what can our young boys do? What can they do? What well, we spend about oh, if you throw in both K through twelve and college, half a trillion a year is spent on brainwashing you girls through the public schools and and college media. 
what what is, what are guys supposed to do? I'm trying to think. What are they going up against? They're going against the government. They're going up against parents who were brought up on leftist poppycock of, well, you girls should go and get a career and you should you could do whatever boys do. Think about if we reversed it. You boys could do whatever girls could do. I don't want to do what girls... No. <laughs> Why are you at? What's this push for me to become a girl? What the hell? Would it raise some questions? Ah, questions we should have asked 60 years ago. Uh, you got media, government, education, parent. You got all of society, basically. All the established institutions just constantly pounding it into your girls' heads that you have to be a guy. And you think you on your little lonesome is going to stop that? Not, not to belittle what you're doing. And what are boys supposed to do? The only thing boys... Boys are not even conscious. They're probably implicit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Girls should be guys, yeah. I'm, I'm for feminism. What, what do I got to say so I can get inside of your pants and maybe show you that I'm a cool guy and go, go fall in love? It just... Oh, it's sad. Those guys are just throwing themselves up against Omaha Beach. Getting mowed down. It's sadly something that's going to have to run its course. And it may be generations. I mean, look how long it took communism, you know, how long it took the Russians to get their heads out of their ass and say, this is bullshit. I, and, and you're going to be talking genera- already generations of women have been ruined. Baby boomer women. Oh, my God. There's, there's your prototype generation of this feminist bullshit. <clears throat> Gen Xers, uh, they're not doing any better. Women are surprisingly silent in that regard. I guess not. The Gen X women are now like powerful corporate independent, like yourself. Uh, millennials, good, good, goodbye to them. Goodbye to them. I like to use tattoos as a percentage of the corruption and the rot. Because I think the baby boomers, only 13% had tattoos. Gen X went up to 23 or 30, 33 and millennials are at 47%. <laughs> we got a long way to go. Long way to go. Then when, when 100% of uh, Gen Zers or whatever the next generation is after that has tattoos. And everybody's a feminist. Then, then some kind of hipster new cool thing will be the stay-at-home mom who's sexy with big tits. You know, that, that'll be the new thing. And then maybe that will... But that's that's a ways out. That's a ways out. You know, before I forget, I'm going to email Amy. Got another question for you. What percent of women cry themselves to sleep at night? Deadly serious question. Reason I want to know is because I... That would be lie. And I know she she gave us an estimate. These are all estimates, ladies and gentlemen. We know how that goes. Uh, but it'll give me an estimate as to what percentage of them deep down inside know it's bullshit. They know. They know they're being hypocritical. They can't square that round peg. Um, yeah. And then, then, then we'll have some figures. 
I like figures. Then you can say, yeah, I'm not crazy. She says, oh, women don't cry themselves to sleep. They never do. Oh, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Then I got to reevaluate my... But I hate to say, after what? What are we going on with Manosphere Red Pill community? 10, 15 years even? We, we've formed... We're, we're figuring it out. Matter of fact, I'd say we have reconstituted the entire lost knowledge of masculinity and wisdom that was lost since the baby boomer generation. Uh, and I'm, I'm quite confident we're right because we, it makes sense. The theories are sound. It explains the phenomena we're seeing in the real world. And when put into practice, it works. It works. Took a lot of pain and agony. Uh, and I know that, uh, like, the libraries in Alexandria, uh, Alexandra, is Alexandria or Alexandra? I think it's Alexandra in Egypt. Um, I know the left will try to destroy it. They will try and destroy this information. They will try to silence it. They will hopefully put it underground for eons again. And maybe at some point in time it will be rediscovered later. But right now, right now we figured it out. We reconstituted this wisdom. This is another reason why I always like to back up my blog into physical books so that they're not lost to the delete button of the Google Meisters. All right, that's it. Um, Cappy is going to go and try and have a good time. Cappy is uh, going to... That's probably what I just got to do. Oh, Captain's just got to double down now. Oh, Captain's just got to double down, start working security again, bang out another book. Pay for whatever this fucking drilling is going to cost me in water work. And that's about it. All right. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.